Listen to this episode so you can learn how to increase your influence. May the force be with you. This is the Come Up Steps to Success podcast with your hosts, James Lawson and Courtney Steven. All right. So what is influence? Well, if you ask me, influence is the ability to get somebody else to do something, think some way, or, you know, believe in something, your ability to have that impact on somebody else. What do you think? I agree. I agree. No, I definitely agree. When we look at influence, you usually think of a leader. When you say somebody has influence, you're looking at somebody that's a leader. They're somebody that has either, you know, made an impact on you or you see that they've made an impact on the world. So I definitely agree with what you said. Uh, But before we get into what it is that influence is and how to increase it for yourself, we're going to talk about our weekly wins. Oh, yeah, definitely. This week I had a surprisingly humble weekly win, but it was a good one. So basically, my fridge temporarily died and all the food inside was getting warm. We couldn't figure it out. We thought that the fridge was broken. So right before, you know, we're getting ready to call the repairman, decided to check for the warranty, found out from the call center that it was actually in demo mode and it was pretending that it was in the store on display. So Pressed a few buttons, held it down for three seconds, and everything went back to normal. That's a win to me. That's a huge win because you might have had to fork over some dollars to have somebody do what you just found out, and they might have charged you for that. Oh, 100%. And they wouldn't have felt bad about it either. Exactly, because they had to show up, so they would have charged at least a service fees. Yeah, man, but how but, about you? Yeah, my um, my win, my weekly win it's it's I don't even know if to say if it's humble or not, but I proposed to my high school sweetheart Ooh. yeah, um, so that went down, and it's been a long time coming, but I actually called it, and I said one time in high school that you would be my wife, and yeah, and the, nine years later, the rest is history, exactly. So that's my weekly win. Now let's get right into I'm glad you didn't go first because that would have been a hard act to follow. <laughs> Man, I know, I know, I know. Man, but that's how things work on this podcast because, you know, we just got the chemistry. So let's get into it because we got something else that we want to share, and that is the comment of the week. So we're actually going to be alternating because people are communicating on iTunes, they're leaving reviews, and they're also leaving a lot of comments on Instagram. So we're going to be alternating each week. We'll talk about the review of the week when you leave a review, and we'll talk about the comment of the week when you leave a comment. So Courtney, what is the comment of the week? All right, this one's coming to us from Rubani Kaura on Instagram, who says, your podcasts have amazing, valuable content. I've only listened to a few so far, but I've already made a list of notes to keep from them. Great work. Hey, thanks for the comment. You know what? Check them out on Instagram, Rubani Kaura. It'll be in the show notes if you want to know how to spell that, but appreciate you. Yeah, definitely. And that lets us know that we are actually providing valuable content. We'll continue to do that by getting into this episode, which is how to increase your influence So, Courtney, we talked a little bit about what influence is, 
But here's a question. Here's a question for you. I had to cut you off because this has been burning me up since before that, before the show. Okay. Is influence limited to people or can you create something that has influence? Oh, you definitely can. I mean, look at what we're, do you have an apple in your, your hand right now? I do. And by Apple, I mean Apple computer because, you know, you can't see what we're doing. But I know you have an Apple phone in your hand and I have an Apple Mac, uh, Mac MacBook. So somebody created this and it's making a huge impact because, I mean, 10, 20 years ago, this wouldn't really be possible for us to just be recording a podcast over Skype digitally. Right. And but I mean, we're doing that right now. And I think what you just illustrated is a, the main point of what we're trying to talk about is influence doesn't always have to be the words that you say to somebody. It could be the way that you act. It could be the way that you think and, you know, speak, or it could be the things that you make because influence is changing the behavior of people all over the world. We didn't listen to podcasts back in the day because there weren't podcasts because the technology didn't exist Mm -hmm. or it existed, but we couldn't get our hands on it. That's very true. So, I think we should really talk about two things then, how we can increase our influence with people, but also how we can make an impact and increase our influence in the world. Is that a distinction right there? I think that works because, you know, the things that you create, they're going to have exponential influence because they'll be able to impact people when you're not around. Definitely. And so we can really talk about how technology, how we can use technology to make an influence. But we can also talk about how we can utilize our skills and our talents to believe in, uh, to make an impact, but to also make an influence with people. So, Courtney, I'm going to talk about I'm going to ask you a question real quick, because for a long time, I've known you for a very long time. And the first time you really made an impact on me and you influenced me, it was and I'm going to interchange impact and influence because I think impact is a very important word, but I'm also going to use influence too. But you influenced me to take my game to another level when I was in high school and you were in college. And I was trying to be in your position. I was trying to be in your shoes. So tell me how you've utilized your skills to leave an impact and, you know, influence other people. Well, that's really a pretty loaded question because I think there's layers to everything. And initially on the surface, you know, obviously I've been able to make an impact in my own life, first of all, using my skills and my talents athletically to, you know, help me get an education, get into certain schools, pay for my education and things like that and afford myself a career. But outside of that, you know, leveraging those skills gave me an opportunity to use other off the field skills for different types of influence where now, you know, we can build things like TCU and OT football, where we can reach out to the community and talk to people and then share our stories and have a different kind of influence. So my skills have led to direct and indirect influence, I think. What do you, what would you say? Yeah, um, I agree with that because I mean, when I'm, when we're talking about skills and influence on a personal level, I mean, your football play was one thing that I guess would have said, hey, I got to ask that guy how he got to this level. You know, the 
um, the stage that you made it to was like, okay, you know what? This guy's no, this guy knows something. I got to emulate what he's doing. And so you were influencing me on a personal level directly and indirectly because we were also friends, but I also got a chance to, you know, watch your film has, you were, uh, you know, a few years ahead of me, but now we're also talking about what you've created you know, in terms of the impact that you're having in the community by creating a football camp, by creating a business that's around football and then becoming an entrepreneur. And now also bringing other people into your circle and, you know, putting them on game, you know. So I really want to talk about how you identified certain skills and how you said, OK, this is a skill that I can use to make an impact, because I know I'm going a little bit deep here now, but you started like uh, a you know, a t-shirt company earlier, right? Right, right. Enrollment. That was at the towards the end of high school. No, was it towards the end of high school, early university days? But like you said, um, how do you identify the skills that you can use to make an influence? I feel like you just have to know yourself, take time to find out yourself and then be yourself and stay in your lane and just master being you. And everything's going to come to you. You know, people respect and people gravitate to those who are authentic and being the best version of yourself is going to allow you to become the expert in that domain. And then when people need that in their life, they're coming to you. So I think that's how you experiment around. We tried to make T-shirts. We did a T-shirt company. It was fun, but I wouldn't call myself the next Gucci or Salvador Ferragamo, but it was a part of that process of growing and finding out what is it that I like to do. I like entrepreneurial you know, adventures, but it wasn't a fashion thing for me. So we kept it moving. But I don't know. I think people around you see those kinds of things. And if they relate to them, you know, you work together. If they don't, then that's cool. They may support you in other ways. But influence, it just comes from being yourself. Just be you. Man, I completely agree. I even look at some of the things that I've had to do to showcase my skills. And I think creating opportunities for yourself is very crucial and as an entrepreneur, you got to create a lot of opportunities for yourself. So could you really talk about a time where you had to utilize the influence that you've built to create an opportunity for yourself? You know, there's opportunities every day on different scales, but the influence that you build will get you the attention, basically. Influence, another way of putting it is if you gain people's respect, they will listen to you. So by having a track record of success or being known for hard work or having admirable traits like that, if you add value on a regular basis, then when you have something to say or something to do, people are going to listen. And I think probably the first time that I went to a middle school to deliver a presentation, when I came in there wearing the team colors, naturally the kids, they're going to look to you and they're going to try and hear what you have to say. So those first words that you say are going to be held on to the hardest. They're going to make a judgment. So I think using that platform, that was a that was a situation when I I leveraged, you know, the platform to try and make an influence. Now, did I make the impact that I wanted to overall? Maybe, maybe not. Who's to say? But that's another part of it. You can't always tell. You can't quantify influence like that. It's just something that you you know, in your heart, you mean right, you try to do the right things, and you try to leave everywhere that you are better than it was when you arrived there. Is it safe to say that 
what you're telling me and what you're telling the audience is that you got to provide value. You absolutely have to provide value. And it's not about telling everybody how good you are, what you can do, or how good your product is or how good your business is. It's about, like I said, you know, making promises, but over delivering, regardless of what it says, whatever you say you are, what you do, you have to bring more to the table. And that's going to help you develop that reputation of, you know, this is the person that's top of mind in this area because I know that the quality of whatever they deliver is A1 all the time. So can you go to a time anywhere in your career as an entrepreneur, as a football player, as a student where you, you know, you under promise, over delivered and because of over delivering that almost increased your influence in your community for yourself or you, you know, and influence can be in a personal way, but it can also be a social way. You're making a social impact. But what I'm asking is, was there a time where you over delivered and your influence increased and opportunities were kind of given to you? You know, off the top of my head, I can't really think of one per se, but I know something that we've all been a part of. Maybe you're in a group and you have a presentation to do for something, you know, a class, maybe in college or high school. And after you guys get into the group, the first stage of building that group is kind of figuring out who is who and going through small conflicts, managing them out. But eventually after the brainstorming is done and you get to work, the person who has the most knowledge in that niche or the person who has the most skills or the person who's bringing the most value to the table is eventually going to rise as the leader naturally, organically. And their influence is going to be, you know, something that just happens naturally. So we've been in that situation where we might not have been, we've been in a group where we're out of our natural habitat and you just naturally were looking to the other person like, okay, you tell me what to do. Tell me how I can help. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. You have to either know how to lead or how to follow. But when it's your turn to lead, now you have to have confidence that that's an appropriate role for you and you just have to execute. And, you know, if you know what other people should be doing, tell them, direct them. And when they get good results, your influence will continue to grow because your reputation will be that of success. So that's that's not a I that's not a specific situation, but I think that's a situation that we can all relate to or somewhere where we've all been in a group setting where leaders naturally rise out. Yeah, I mean, I can think back to, you know, many group projects in university where it's really just like uh, a lot of people don't know how to work in groups. So naturally, if you're, you know, if you play sports, you know, you're, you know how to work with teams or if you were in, you know, little in groups when, you know, when you're little kids, you know, you're, you're put into groups and you do group activities, you know how to work with groups. So you kind of naturally take the leadership role and you're directing people. You're saying, okay, you do this because you're, you're good at this and you do this. And people start looking at you and asking you, Hey, what are we supposed to do when this comes up? And you kind of just naturally fall into that leadership role. I, I can definitely, uh, you know, relate to that, but now I feel like what you're telling me, because I got to put this into a term, is you got to separate yourself from the pack. If you're trying to have influence, then you should definitely focus on how you can sharpen whatever tools you need to get the job done. So, for example, in business, they always say that the leader of the organization needs to know about every facet of the business, but doesn't necessarily need to know how to execute all of them. They need to know how to coordinate the resources, take valuable insight from those who know better than them in specific topics and put it all together. So the leader, you know, it's not about bossing people around and telling them what to do. 
but it's about like serving others. If your role is to coordinate and collaborate and to like straight up serve people, if the only thing that you have to offer is keeping the room clean while everybody else gets things done, then do that to the best of your ability. You will have an influence. You will have an effect on the outcome of the group's success or not. Man, uh, we you said at the beginning of the episode that influence was the ability, the capacity to have an effect on behavior, identity, or growth. Right. That's a way I like to remember, you know, because I want to have a big influence and I want all of our ventures to have a big influence. And big is a way for me to remember those things. We're either changing the way that people behave, the way they act, you know, how they treat each other, how they treat themselves, whatever it may be their identity, who they think they are, their personality, their values, their beliefs, their self-confidence, or we're affecting their growth, their potential, whether they're reaching it or not, whether they're working towards it or not. That's how I think about things when I think about your legacy and what you're trying to accomplish. I want big influence, behavior, identity, and growth. Man, so at this point, you know, we kind of talked about how your influence can be on a individual level where you're connecting with people. But we've also talked about how your influence can make an impact with things you've created. So for example, utilizing your skills to start a business or creating some sort of a product that's going to make a lasting impact on multiple people indirectly. So without further ado, we're going to talk about our three steps on how to increase your influence. So I'm going to start it off. My three steps on how to increase your influence. Number one, create opportunities. Put yourself in a position so that you can win. You have to be able to increase your W's, get your W's so that you can create more influence for yourself. Number two, provide value. It's not about just saying you're the best like Courtney said. It's about providing value. Put your best work out there and let people come to you. Number three, separate yourself from the pack. Like I said, if you put your best foot forward, and if you put in your best work, you will stand out and you will increase your influence in this world. Courtney, give us your three steps. Awesome. So I'll try and keep it simple because I really want you guys to take this one home. But number one, find your lane. Discover what your expertise is and master it. Spend time honing your craft and you will be known as the person to go to in that world. Second, under promise and over deliver. The worst thing you can do for your brand is disappoint people. You want to have a reputation for delivering every single time consistently. So don't make promises you can't keep. And three, this one's major. Be willing to serve others. Find ways for you to add value to the group. It doesn't matter what your job is. To be a hero is to do your job so well that by doing that, you inspire somebody else to be the best that they could be. And that is influence. All right. So find your lane under promise and over deliver and be willing to serve others. So all of that will be included in the show notes. And again, we really love the comments. We love the reviews. So make sure you go and leave your reviews on iTunes. Hit us up on Instagram. And we'll be sharing the best ones every week. And if you got the new iOS, you can comment and rate our podcast without leaving the podcast app. So go get that update. And rate us a five. 
The best thing you can do for us and for everyone around you on the come up is to share this podcast. If you love this content, share it with them. Courtney, where can they connect with us? You can find the TCU team at thecomeuppodcast.com. Check us out. Thank you for tuning into this episode. If you liked it, share it with a friend. We would appreciate if you left us a review. A link can be found in the show notes. Be honest. Do you love the come up? Oh,